You're listening to the Flip My Funnel podcast, a daily podcast dedicated to helping B2B marketing, sales, and customer success professionals become masters of their craft. It's Wednesday, and in these episodes, Sangram and myself, James Carberry, focus on personal development. We'll share books and other resources that are helping us get a little bit better every single day. And remember, like Sangram always says, without a community, you are simply a commodity. Here we go. Hello, everybody, and welcome to our session of using person-based advertising to drive sales in any climate with Amplitude case study. My name is Dmitry Lisitsky. I'm CEO of Info2, first person-based advertising platform for B2B. And I'm excited to have Marcus Ackerland with me, who is Senior Marketing Manager of Performance Marketing and Amplitude. Marcus, hi. Hey, Dimitri. Thanks for having me. All right. So the topic of today's conversation is how Amplitude uses person-based advertising to make marketing and sales alignment. Well, before we jump into this uh, amazing case study, let me briefly explain what person-based advertising is. What we want to change with person-based advertising? There are two things that we don't like about B2B advertising now. First is poor orchestration. B2B advertising targets completely different set of people from those who your salespeople are selling to. And second, advertising remains as a blind spot. Advertising interactions are missing from the customer view of what you see in CRM. You don't see in your CRM what is happening on advertising front, and this is a huge blind spot. The way we want to change this is, uh, first, we would like to 100% focus your advertising on the same people you're you're having other marketing activities and sales to. Second, uh, we believe that your CRM should contain all the information about people who are advertising to. This is a crucial element of your relationship with the customer. And third, we discovered that person-based signals are super important and amazing part of uh, what you can get when it comes to engagement data and your further customer journey. If you think about your current customer journey, you will see that most of the things that are happening over there are person-based. So you start from demand-gen activities, and then you try to identify specific people you're targeting. And then, obviously, during the whole sales funnel, your sales development and sales teams are talking to specific people, and basically, you know your customers. And then, uh, if you think about advertising campaigns, they're talking to a completely different set of people. It's totally different people, and we don't like it. If you think about account-based marketing, account-based advertising does not really solve this problem because uh, if you think about Microsoft as an example, there are 156,000 employees in Microsoft, and you could have a buying group of 20 people. And obviously, there are very little chances you'll be able to hit this small amount of people with your account-based advertising. So the way we built uh, Influ2 is uh, to deliver advertising to specific people across your customer journey. You can target a brand awareness to top accounts and then you know who exactly you're engaging with. You can help your demand gen activities with multi-touch strategy where your advertising plays an integral part of your demand gen activities. Uh, if you think about sales cycle, you, you can target people that are in your sales funnel and uh, support, provide their cover to them through advertising activities. And then uh, just a final slide uh, before I pass to Marcus. What exactly you get from, uh, from person-based advertising? Obviously, you can uh, get this report for every person. This is an example of report uh, that you can get from person-based advertising campaigns. And you know exactly what's happening for every person you target. So, so you can actually leverage this data to sell to those people and to provide further customer journey after the advertising engagement happened. With that, uh, I pass uh, to Marcus, uh, who will speak about his experience uh, with person-based advertising, why he did this, and uh, how it helped him to 
to boost results in his sales funnel. Thanks, Dimitri. As Dimitri mentioned, my name is Marcus Ackerland. I mean, I lead the performance marketing and ABM initiatives at Amplitude. A quick overview of Amplitude, based in San Francisco, uh, we're the category leader for product intelligence. We we're founded in 2012, so we've been around for a little bit. Back in March, we raised our Series E at a $1.1 billion valuation. So we joined the Uniclub, Unicorn Club this year, uh, which is really exciting for us. We're currently rated number one for product analytics by customers on G2 um, and have recently surpassed $100 million in annual recurring revenue. And we really empower product teams to engage, convert, and retain their users. That's the core of our product is helping product teams understand the impact of the releases that they're putting out, changes to products. And obviously in our the world we're currently living in that is extremely digital, um, you know, tools like Amplitude, um, are really becoming you know, necessary for businesses um, as opposed to just nice to haves. Um, so the growth we've seen this year you know, has been really, really rapid. And with that, uh, you know, we're required as a marketing and go-to-market team to improve you know, the tactics and strategies we're using uh, to drive business, especially as we look to move more into the enterprise market. So the current challenge that a lot of people in my world face right, is that we're showing people ads, uh, and these aren't necessarily the people that our sales folks are talking to. Uh, you know, in my experience, on the marketing side of things, we usually like to look at a target account list. You know, we'll layer on some persona attributes, whether that's a job title or a function, maybe the seniority of the type of people that we're targeting. So for us at Amplitude, uh, you know, this is going to be um, chief product officers, VPs of product, you know, very specific roles who are going to be trying to buy our product. Um, and like Dimitri mentioned, you know, at a company like Microsoft, these other enterprise companies that have 150,000 people, you know, it's, it's going to be kind of like trying to find a needle in the haystack, you know, to find your actual buyer um, with your campaigns if you're still using um, some of these legacy targeting methods. Um, so the disconnect with sales and marketing is, you know, sales is they understand exactly who they're talking to. They've done the research. They vetted the account. They know who the buying committee is. And, you know, and that a high level marketing generally understands those people as well. If we have our target account list and we understand we're selling to these above the line product people, we can set up our advertising campaigns on social media, on display, um, leveraging this firmographic data. However, the issue then becomes when we report back to sales on look at how many leads we drove from Microsoft the response we'll often get from our sales team is, well, I haven't gotten any responses from the people I know who are our buying committee. You know, it's, it's, there's definitely a misalignment with where those advertising dollars are being spent. Um, and marketing should know exactly who these salespeople are looking to engage. In today's day and age, in this fully digital world, our salespeople aren't able to have those same one-to-one -one interactions and conversations that they usually are. So now it's, you know, it's on people like us, performance and digital marketing realm to help them engage these people one-to-one -to, -one to give that more personalized experience to these buying teams that they're not able to get in today's world. And these blanket solutions with advertising aren't going to resonate with these people. So what's the solution? So with person-based advertising, we know exactly who's engaging with our ads on a name-by-name -name basis. So now rather than going to our sales team and asking them, okay, which personas and which companies should we be targeting? We can actually talk through with them and say, okay, you're trying to get in touch with 
Jane Doe from Facebook, with John Smith from Microsoft. You know, these are people that they're, you know, emailing, they're trying to connect with on LinkedIn, you know, they're doing their due diligence on. Uh, and now we as marketers with these new tools and technologies such as Influ2 are able to actually engage with them and, you know, pull on the same rope as our sales team, so to speak, in terms of going after and trying to engage the actual buying team. So here's a high level look at our overall performance from last quarter with Influ2. Uh, we were able to reach over 6,000 contacts in over 800 accounts in Q3 alone. This resulted in over 130,000 impressions uh, with 171 advertising clicks and over 103 visits to our website. This contains a 56% match rate of decision makers who we reached with those ads. You know, again, not just impressions at a company level or impressions at a job title level, but you know, actually reaching the decision makers that we, you know, we said, here are the people we're trying to get after. We were able to reach over half of them. And at the account level, we were able to match nearly 80% of the accounts that we were targeted. So of the people that we put into this program, we were able to actually reach and get in front of the majority of them, which is really, really encouraging for, yeah, I'm, I'm sure a lot of people will see this and will be sort of amazed. So here's a quick example on one of the accounts we were able to engage, which is Visa. So again, large enterprise company, uh, been around forever, definitely impacted by the changing times that we're living in and the acceleration to digital. Um, so we were able to engage 274 decision makers. Again, these are massive companies with tons of different arms. So you can see here, we're engaging people from the Visa Direct platform, from the global loyalty and benefits product team, um, you know, VP levels, senior product managers, directors of analytics. Like these are our buyers who have the budget to buy our, our product. Um, and these are the people who will come to our website. They'll understand what Amplitude is and does and see the value. Uh, and it's not just burning advertising dollars. Um, and you can see here, we get data such as which ad did they click on? Which pages were they viewing? How long were they viewing these pages? And this is, again, extremely important context to help close that loop with your sales team. Here's another example from Walgreens. Again, another enterprise company, uh, which has been impacted by the COVID times that we live in. You can see here a number of directors from different teams, whether it's the digital consumer experience team, the product innovation team, or the omni strategy team. Uh, we, you know, we're able to actually get in front of the heads of these product teams at Walgreens instead of serving our ads to you know, below the line folks or our non-decision makers. We're actually ensuring that the advertising dollars that we're spending are all going to people who our sales team will want to reach out to. And this results in highly engaged prospects. So you can see here an example of the Influ2 dashboard, leads from Visa and from MailChimp. We can look through here their history and understand their activity. And as they engage with our advertising and our website, their engagement score will go up. So folks like me often understand that not everyone who comes to your website is going to be willing to fill out a form. Oftentimes, the savvier the user, the less likely they are to fill out a form. You don't see a lot of VPs or C-level folks filling out online forms. So understanding the engagement without a form fill is going to be really critical. So for us here, you can see that our transformational leader and data nerd at MailChimp here on the right, who had a score of 16.3, they were checking out some of our blog posts, one of our buyer's toolkits, 
and this allowed them to, to MQL, so to speak, via this program, and were then alerted via Slack that, hey, this lead from MailChimp is MQL. Do we get context around what they're looking at? I can then share that with our sales team and say, here's a lead from MailChimp. And the best part about these leads are uh, you don't even have to ask your sales team to follow up with these leads because they're going to be following up with them before you, you're even able to alert them. You know, the, again, these are the people that they're spending all day trying to get in contact with. They're tossing and turning at night, trying to figure out how to get conversations with these people. Um, so when you're able to uh, serve them up to them on a silver platter, you know the age-old uh, marketing sales follow-up conversations become obsolete because you're arming them with the context on what to follow up with. And the incentive to follow up is already, you know, it's been there since the targeting stage of this when they told you who they're trying to go after. So here's an example of a recent event that we promoted on Influ2. So we had a really large, the world's largest gathering of product leaders actually um, at Amplify last week and a couple weeks ago now in uh, the middle of October. Um, and we were able to engage product leaders, you know, C-level folks, VP-level folks, from various companies that we're trying to close and get them to our keynote sessions um, to see our different talks with, you know, folks from IBM, Peloton, Shopify, some really strong brands. Um, and we were able to drive nearly 16,000 impressions and over 30 clicks with this campaign. And that resulted in already some conversations with decision makers um, at some of our top. And that's a crisis HR, by the way. Congratulations. Thank you. And yes, you'll, you'll definitely see with platforms like Influ too, when you can get more personalized and provide more valuable, insightful advertising. You know, if you're a PM and we're giving you tools to help you be a better PM, uh, you know, naturally you're going to be more inclined and incentivized to click on these ads. So the performance and engagement you'll see with these person-to-person ads um, are going to be strong compared to your traditional display and social um, click-through rates that you see. Sure. So some results from the program so far. So we've achieved a 5.6x program ROI using Influ2 uh, year to date uh, with seven engaged decision makers at enterprise companies in three months. So uh, you know, as we look to move into the enterprise, finding these actual decision makers at these companies is again, like that's the name of the game. And traditionally this can take months, quarters, years. So in it, you know, us being able to launch this program and engage seven decision makers at these enterprise companies in such a short period of time is really encouraging for us. Again, we mentioned the 56% contact match rate and one, and this last point here is one that I think is really important. It's the number of contacts that we have in this program is doubling quarter over quarter. So our sales team is understanding the value of this program and they're coming to us saying, we need to get more contacts in this program. We have more people we're trying to reach out to this is working. We need to get more people in here. Um, and if you're a performance or demand generation marketer, you have salespeople coming to you saying, I need more of this, please. Um, you know, that's music to, to our ears. And uh, we're definitely on to something there. And the marriage between sales and marketing is that much better today than it was yesterday. So some key takeaways um, at a high level, you know, marketers in 2020 just need to understand that the specific buying committees, their sales team are reaching out to they need to be sophisticated enough to get in touch with those people. You know, gone are the days where we're okay just pouring hundreds of thousands of dollars into Google and LinkedIn, hoping that we catch the eye of our decision maker at these enterprise companies. We really need to be more tactical and targeted and, you know, moving away from this blanket approach. 
And not everyone in a buying committee will fill out a form. You know, like I mentioned, a lot of these people that you're trying to talk to, especially when you get into these enterprise companies, they're going to be savvier. Um, they're not going to be as willing to fill out a form to contact sales or read your playbook. So you need to be able to engage them with um, you know, interesting content. Uh, whether, if it's on a blog, you don't have to gate it if you can measure their engagement with it. You, know, don't, you don't have to just put gates in front of everything and drive leads to your sales team that way. It's, you know, we're, we're able to kind of advance as a, as a marketing community now and find these more sophisticated ways to engage these people um, digitally. Um, and person-based ABM allows you to hyper-personalize your messaging. So like we mentioned with the click-through rates, if we're able to hyper-personalize what the ads were showing you and provide you value that we know is, if you're a director of product at Facebook, you know, this RFP template is going to be something that you know, helps you do your job better. Um, so that's the ad we're going to show you as opposed to this blanket approach of, you know, here's our, here's our annual report. We're going to advertise this to everyone and we're just going to kind of wait and hope that we get the decision makers in. It's, we can be a lot more proactive now as marketers close that gap with our sales team and really, you know, attack these accounts in lockstep with them and understand, you know, we have tactics at our disposal now that allow us to do that much more effectively than we have in the past. Well, thank you, Marcus. This is a really exciting case study. Thank you for sharing this. Absolutely. Thanks, Dimitri, for building such a great product and for having me. Thank you. You've been listening to the Flip My Funnel podcast. To make sure that you never miss an episode, subscribe to the show in your favorite podcast player. If you have an iPhone, we'd love for you to open the Apple Podcasts app and leave a review. Thank you so much for listening. Until next time.